0: Today, I'm joined by Jessica Fulis, co-author with Chris Golek and Peter Isaacson of Account-Based Marketing. And I appreciate, by the way, that you put the hyphen in, Account-Based Marketing. Subtitle, How to Target and Engage the Companies that Will Grow Your Revenue. At the time of writing, Jessica was Vice President of ABM Strategy at Demandbase and is now Director of Partnerships at B2B Marketing Consultancy, Inverter. Now, Jessica... There are lots of ABM books out there. What makes account-based marketing different, special, or readable?
1: Yeah, thanks for asking. So, um, you know, when we when we authored this book, you know, yes, there were a lot of eBooks out there. Um, we had even created uh, multiple levels of ABM certification um, at demand DemandBase. Um, you know, but we felt like there wasn't a blueprint out there. Right there, there, there were. You know, there were books that kind of talked at the super high level of like, here's ABM and here's why you should do it. But we really wanted to give people kind of the blueprint of here's all the things you need to consider, right? When thinking about account-based marketing. And, you know, it was also to think about, you know, getting, you know, we, we, we had a number of clients, we had, um, and some other organizations that I know of where they had their entire marketing team read the book so that everybody was starting from the same place right? With the same understanding of what account-based marketing is and what it can do and how they were going to go about, you know, making the shift from traditional demand gen to more of account-based marketing. Now, one kind of um, qualifier I want to put in there is, you know, um, there's obviously, you know, three basic levels of ABM that everybody talks about, one-to-one, one-to-few, and one-to-many. The other thing um, that differentiates this book is it's really focused on one-to-many ABM, which is getting people to a smarter, more efficient kind of demand gen. Um, that was also, you know, kind of part of the main reason uh, for for authoring this book.
0: If I may ask, then who is the book for exactly? Who would pick it up?
1: We we've seen a wide variety of folks um, pick up this book. I think definitely was more focused at marketing teams than sales. You know, I think it was it was it was probably more of like the demand gen team, the campaigns team. Um, the growth team, whatever that might be, were the ones that tended to pick this up. Um, you know, we didn't find a ton of CMOs right reading it, <laughs> but they would ask their teams to, right? Because it gets into more of the nitty gritty of what's required to, to pull ABM off. Uh, and so what we saw were those kind of executional teams. Once again, those responsible for pipeline and revenue, um, reading this book to figure out how to be more efficient and how to get to those pipeline goals, um, leveraging the account-based marketing
0: practices. You also mentioned in the book that ABM does not depend on the technology, although in the few years since you originally wrote the book, things have moved on a lot. How do you see technology as enabling ABM now it's moved on?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, and now in my current role at um, at Inverta, You know, I'm I'm working. We're we're working with a lot of different firms in my current role. I'm in, um, you know, partnerships. And my focus on partnerships is tech partnerships because every one of our clients needs help with their tech stack. Either they have a tech stack that's not robust enough for um, their needs or they have a really robust tech stack, but they're not getting the value out of it right? And 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 most of those conversations do center around account-based marketing. And while you can do those things manually, uh, it's a lot of work, right? And so, you know, with with AVM platforms like Demandbase and Sixth Sense and with, with, you know, chat tools like Drift and Qualified, you know, content intelligence platforms like, you know, PathFactory, UberFlip, Follows, you know, the list goes on. Um, all of those technologies make ABM that much more scalable and that much more efficient to actually achieve. Um, And so, you know, while you can, quote unquote, (laughs) do it without the technology, I think the technology has just made it so much more feasible and so much more efficient. And, you know, layer on top of that, the data collection that happens with all of those different technologies and being able to pull all that data together to make your campaigns just that much more smarter and that much more targeted. I think the technology is really, really at the root of ABM success these days. I think when we originally wrote wrote the book, we wanted to get away from the reliance on technologies because what we saw back in 2019 is there were a lot of teams that were buying technology in the hopes that that would mean they were doing ABM. But they were lacking the strategy around it, the discipline, the change management required to really make that shift from demand gen, traditional demand gen to ABM. So we were trying to kind of take the technology out of it at the time, get people you know, studied up on the basic principles and the strategy behind ABM, and then layer on the technology to really make it sing.
0: Among the case studies in the book are, for example, Iron Mountain and CA Technologies. And I wondered... Is ABM particularly well-suited to business-to-business technology vendors?
1: Yeah, I would say it, it it is. And, you know, the reason being is, one, you know, what we saw in the early days of ABM was that, um, you know, tech vendors and tech companies were the ones that kind of took up account-based marketing first. And I think the reason for that is is that a lot of them are trying to sell, you know, to Fortune 500 or global 1,000 companies. And guess what? Everybody is trying to sell to those companies. And so I think, you know, these tech vendors, you know, realize the need to be more targeted, more personalized with their message to cut through the noise that of everybody else trying to get to these vendors or to get to these companies. Right. And so ABM allows you to do that, allows you, you know, to have more insights into these companies, to tailor your message, um, get to these accounts in in the right channels uh, that are really going to speak to them. And, you know, engage these accounts in a way that traditional demand gen just cannot.
0: In chapter eight, you talk about measuring what matters uh, among other topics. Why do you think measurement is so important for ABM?
1: As with anything new, you need to prove the value of it um, and prove that, you know, all of the effort and the resources going into it are, you know, worthwhile, right? And so, you know, while we talk about the three golden metrics of ABM as being conversion rates, Average deal size and funnel velocity for a lot of larger companies that are selling multi-million dollar deals, even within the first you know, year, you're not really going to be able to prove those um, three golden metrics of account-based marketing. So, therefore, you really need to have short and medium-term metrics that prove that it's working, that prove that there's momentum in the right direction, right? You know, as, as B2B marketers, we've moved over the course of the last couple of years really from talking about leads and even MQLs to talking about you know pipeline and revenue. So revenue is going to be more in that year plus range, but pipeline, right you're going to be able to show demonstrate that pipelines coming in potentially more efficiently inside of that first you know quarter or two. So looking at those sorts of things and being very clear upfront within the organization that these are the things we're going to track and why is really important because it does take time to make the shift and you don't want your company to get impatient. Um, with with the shift before you're actually able to shoot, show the value.
0: My final question, I think, is the book was first published in 2019. Are we ready for an update? Do you have the difficult second book in you? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I, I swore <laughs> when I wrote the first one um, that I would never write another book. But I do feel like a lot has been learned since 2019. And I do feel like now everybody gets that you need to have strategy first in order to really make this work. And so I think, you know, a second book that really focused on the technology and how to leverage the technology in um, alongside obviously the advancements and, and of, of the strategy, but, you know, because of so many advancements in technology, I feel like there's so much more possible uh, with account-based marketing today than there was just four years ago. So Oh, that's a great question. I don't know. Uh, maybe if you know all of your readers uh, give a resounding yes that they need to, they need an update, um, might might just have to consider um, coming out of authorship retirement and uh, authoring a second
0: book. I'm taking that as a yes from Jessica Fulis, <laughs> co-author of Account Based Marketing. Thank you so much for joining us. Her book is available from all good bookshops and Amazon.